So you're saying West Hollywood hasn't changed in 35 years. This is Beyond the Valley of the Dolls on Stinker Madness. Hello, and welcome to Stinger Madness. I'm your host, Justin. I've got Jackie here. How are you, Jackie? you got to find it. Find it now. Find it. Sam here as well. He doesn't have to find anything. I, guess. <laughs> I don't have to find it. Well, you didn't ask me how I was. I was how? waiting for that. How so are you, Sam? I'm about the same I was when I watched this shit 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it stinks. It stinks. I want to like it. I want to like it because of everything that's involved with it. It's Russ Meyer. It's Roger Ebert. There's I counted 20 times that there was boobs. Oh, I'm glad somebody ca- thought because about... I uh, also counted that there were not 20 unique sets of boobs. There was only 13 sets of unique boobs. There was 20 scenes with boobs. Not tw- I, don't, I didn't count how many shots had boobs in them. And then there was one of the regurgitated boobs happened four times. Whose boobs were those? That party girl. The naked dancing party yeah, girl? Yeah, the naked dancing party girl showed up four times. How do you suppose her clothes came off? Both the stars, uh, uh, Cynthia Myers and uh, Donna, whatever her name is, the the main, they came out worn. I didn't count how many times they came out, but I think they both got in the four area, too. But because of all that, I want to like it, and then you watch it, and it's just really fucking boring. And their boobs are, like, fast and few and far between. What? I loved this movie. I thought it was so damn entertaining. Why do you say that? It had some great costumes, like that lady that was all in black. Costumes. Yeah. The the naked lady who was all painted black and then had like the Medusa hair. And the Rolls Royce scene was pretty funny. Rolls Royce. Bentley. Ashley. Ashley St. Ives. She doesn't strike me as much of a porn star. Like maybe in 1970, I guess. I don't know. Her attitude is just kind of not really doing it she's too sober this is uh another example as well i think uh this is the shit that 20th century fox was doing before star wars yes <laughs> that studio was not good until no. that movie happened no what's, what's that uh, damnation alley is the other one that we yeah. threw under the bus by them that is quite crap and that this has got all that you know they, they never got over it like they still feel like they got better ideas because I think one of the real problems I have with this movie is at the end, when they do the whole, like, life lesson bullshit. The moral compass. The moral compass <laughs> at the end, which you know for a fact was mandated that Fox afterwards is like, put this in here. We got to justify this we somehow. We have to, yeah, justify this somehow. Whereas, what I really like about it is that it's just a movie about L.A. Yeah. There's, like, it's a movie about Phil Spector. This is like, you, people get, some of them get chewed up and spit out by L.A., some of them make it. Moving to L.A., the movie. The... I am led to believe that all of them got chewed up and spit out. No, I mean, who made it? I mean, sure they survived, but the, uh, the red, the lead singer made it. Yeah, she survives. Does she make it? She make it. She made it. She got money. The whole deal. Yeah, because they said that her album went gold. Yep. Ah, uh, then they, yeah, they did make it. And then the drummer, she Except made Casey. it. The Poor. drummer made it. Casey did not make it. She, and then the the rich aunt. She made it. She just got shot in the face. Yeah. The rich aunt was already, I don't know. The rich she was already, was, yeah. yeah she's she makes funny. it because she gets to marry Charles Napier, which is, I guess. That, no, that wasn't Brock Sampson. Her bag, baby. Yeah, he really looks like Brock Sampson. Like, slap a wig on that man and. You got Sampson. Yeah. Watch him punch some guys. Very square jawed, Charles Napier. I, uh, again, with the telling of the movie by how many notes I took, this is the least amount I took. I can actually summarize the plot really in one sentence. The plot of this movie is song, party, song, song, party, song, party, song, song, party. Moral compass. Wedding. Wedding. The end. That's it. (laughs) That's what happens in this thing. Pretty much. The only thing this movie was really missing was a unicorn. <laughs> That's it? That's the only thing it was missing? Yep, unicorn. Not a story? <laughs> Z-Man wasn't uh, fantastical enough for you. Yeah, the tranny in the 1970 tranny, that's that's basically a unicorn right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Z-Man. His Shakespearean talk made me want to punch him in the throat. He is a Mondo dickhead. Oh, well, everybody in the movie is a Mondo dickhead. You know, the the black guy, Emerson, he seems all right. Yeah, he needed to ditch these fa- these assholes. They're yeah, just, the... Emerson was like the only guy in the movie that wasn't a huge dipshit, 
But then he lets his girlfriend cheat on him with Boxer Dude and, and then just keeps coming back for more. He actually uh, he engages, gets engaged to her after that. Yeah. Like the next day. Hey, baby, I forgive you. Let's get married. Yep. He's also a maybe the worst black dancer I have ever seen on screen. No, that other guy that only was in the one shot. I thought that was the same guy. No. That does the white man. No, that was a different guy. Oh, okay. Well, that guy. That guy cannot dance. That was a performance in Bad Dancing. I can dance better than that, and I refuse to. Yes. (laughs) I will not be seen on the dance floor if there was some sort of, like, Johnny Depp movie being held hostage, and I was the Johnny Depp character, and that's the thing I have to dance. You would see me doing better than that. Slightly less white guy. Slightly less white guy. So you know what I was really impressed of with is how big the hair was in this movie. Yeah, the hair's pretty big. Yeah, where did those women get all that hair? Massive amounts of hair. Like, I thought Barbarella had big hair. These these ladies have got, like, bumpets stacked upon bumpets. Yeah, it was incredible. Cynthia Meyer's hair is not just, like, big. You can tell that it's, like, thick. Yeah. And she has, like, like lion-o hair. Combs get stuck in there yeah. quite frequently. And that, that brings me back to another point that I didn't like about this. I think the thing I really didn't like about this when I first saw it, when I was 16 or whatever is I realized very early on all I wanted to do was watch Cynthia Myers take her top off and jump up and down. Mm-hmm. Like, everything else in the movie meant nothing to me. I was like, I just want to see those for about five minutes and I'll be good. And it never really gave me that. There's no relation, is there? No, it's not okay. even spelled the same way. Oh, okay, all right. It's all right. her, is his is Russ Meyer. Ah, uh, yes. M-E-Y-E-R, and she's Cynthia Myers. M-Y-E-R-S. I just never trust anything after seeing that... Uh... Argento's Dracula, you know. Yeah, you oh, that know. was creepy. You creepy. never know anymore. So yeah, uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, a tale of love and loss and uh, drugs and banter and boobs and banter and boobs and uh, yeah, yeah. It's really. I I think I said something when we were watching it that if you did a better job with this and you didn't have the moral compass at the end and you maybe made it a little bit more heavy. It would be a pretty good movie, and they did, and it's Boogie Nights. I really feel like Boogie Nights is is carbon copying a lot of this movie. The moral of the story is equal in both of them, absolutely. That the big town can chew you up. Yeah. Spit you out. You're not good enough to play here, boys. I feel like some of the crap that uh, Mark Wahlberg was wearing was just like they were... It's the same shit that Harris wears. Like they were... Yeah. His... His costume design was based upon Harris. Denim shirt jackets. Well, it was the one that I remember specifically is that Harris has like an ivory turtleneck with a denim jacket. And I think and then some jeans. And I feel like Mark Wahlberg wore exactly that same thing in one of the scenes in Boogie Nights. Like it's not just, oh, make him look like this. He has the same hair and he's wearing exactly the same thing. Could be. In one scene. Yeah. Well, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls is not the sequel to Valley of the Dolls. They let you know that right up front. No confusion. Yeah. Not even going to chance it. (laughs) But they are, it does say that they are the same movie in the moral, that they're both about the highs and lows of success in L.A., but not the same in context and style. And they're not based off any real people. Oh, yes. Not. No. Hmm. So, not Phil Spector. Not him. Or Charlie Manson. Not him. Nope. 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 Definitely not those guys. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's a movie about Phil Spector. Yeah, I'm not buying it. He's Spill... Spill... Spill Spector. Spill Spector. He was the uh, evil robot that Batman had to fight in the second season of Batman, the television series. Spill Spector. I guess that's not a funny joke. No, it is not. No, I'm just looking at you like, okay, now tell me who he really is. Phil Spector was a record producer, the the record producer, yeah. through Wild Parties. He he was Z-Man, minus the minus boobs. Minus the tranny thing. Yeah. But he had pretty much the same party freak out on peyote where he killed some people. Yeah, and then he, uh, well, he murdered, uh, uh, not Sandal Bergman, uh, the lady from Barbarian Queen and yes. Deathstalker. Oh. Yeah, he murdered her up real nice. A freak out. So, but that that happened in like 2002. So, Did it? Yeah. This I thought movie... that happened. No. Look it up. Really? Yeah. So maybe they were just sweeping that shit under the rug for like 20 years. Maybe, maybe. So the movie starts with the end of the movie. Credits are rolling over the top of the end. And 
here's my deal. I had forgotten how the end all went. And I see this and I'm like thinking, holy shit, this movie's going to be wild the whole time. Like there, this is just what happens throughout this whole movie that there's some guy in a cape chasing a naked lady with a sword. Yeah. But, uh, that is not the case. No, that is not we the case. We have been lied to. <laughs> At the very start, we've been lied it's, to. It's, uh, very good, uh, editing, possibly, that it was an, uh, afterthought, like, you get people to know that something's gonna happen because you're about to show them an hour and ten minutes where nothing happens. Where nothing at all happens. At all. So you get them hooked on the idea that there's gonna be some crazy shit, but then you just end up seeing an hour of the Californians. The Californians. Well, first, they're not the Californians. They're Nebraskans? Where are I these don't know where the from? hell. They went to the, they were, they were rocking the prom. Yeah, basically. At the beginning of the, it says prom on the, on the sign behind them. They have a bunch of, like, non-prom-esque people there judging it's them. Like an adult prom, <laughs> I guess. It's second chance prom. <laughs> well, yeah, you know. I, or maybe that was the thing with the <laughs> late 60s, early 70s where people will still drank all day, every day as it took them until they were like 38 to graduate high school. Because they're be. just drunk. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of old people there that are, Ugh, this damn rock and roll, these girls are fast hussies, and they don't strike me as fast hussies, that, that anybody would be having a problem with their music. Sure, people are out there dancing all funky and whatever, I guess, you know. Uh, I saw no funky dancing. Racy for, for old people, I guess. Sure, it's not fucking Lawrence Welk, but it's not exactly fucking the MC5 either. You know, this is pretty tame. They're essentially the Supremes, is what they're the white lady Supremes that play instruments. Yeah, I guess. It's not, the, the, I don't think Find It is about finding boners or no. blow or anything like that. I think they're it's like the Find mamas, It Love. They're like the mamas and the papas without the papas. And the ham sandwiches. <laughs> and the ham sandwiches. Too soon. Uh, they were on drugs a lot, though, the mamas and the papas. Those people were fucked up. Well, these ladies in this movie do a lot of drugs. But not at the beginning. They're le you're, you're led to believe that they're just nice, innocent... They smoke grass in the van, dude. Yeah, but yeah. Well, it's just fucking weed, man. It's just fucking weed. That, but we don't know no, that. No, they could no, be heavier into Absolutely stuff. Absolutely not. They even explicitly say they're heavier into stuff because they go into the van and the... What's the black gal's name? Petrol Nella. Petrol Nella, huh? Yeah. She Man. says the principal's gonna hook me up with two caps of acid. They're uh, already yeah. doing acid. Yeah. At the so, beginning of the movie, they're at into no the point heaviest are of they all drugs. Sweethearts. No, no, at no point. So then, what's the fucking point? They're no, they're already they've already been chewed up by life. The, these women are of ill repute. Well, yes, but they haven't been to the city that lives on it yet. Oh, so they they don't learn that they're women of ill repute until they go to L.A.? That's what this movie's about? I don't know. I think the movie's about, you know, that even if you're somebody that does acid and you think you're hard for Nebraska, L.A. will chew your ass up and spit your ass out, Harris, and you it, fucking dickbag. <laughs> that makes it even fucking stupider that they're not innocent young ladies and that that they go to la and la steals so their innocence she one of them goes and gets in the acid and the other one bones a dude in a van yeah but like, it's her boyfriend kind of kind of she he's the current penis that's available <laughs> in the van and apparently she's <laughs> alphaed out and been able to get a hold of it because she sings because if i was that penis and i was like i i'm gonna i would i would have gone the way of cynthia myers myself Oh, chosen. Yeah. Not bailed out of the van and gone and done whatever Cynthia Myers did. No, I would have been like, if I was the manager of this fucking band and you know that you're going to be boning one of them, I would have went for the bass player. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was better looking too. Yeah, Harris is an idiot. There's like item one on many items of Harris being a dipshit. Harris really looked like Paul Rudd to me. A bit. Yeah, I can see that. And it was kind of throwing me off. <laughs> I was like, Paul Rudd? No, oh, wait, no, that's not him. Yeah, I can see that. Well, they decide to go to L.A. without any type of motivation. It's just like, make love to me. Not here, in L.A. Do, 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 do. I like that My L.A. scene. The uh, fast talking. L.A.'s cool. It's like a talk-taj. It's filled with people and stuff and places. 
Cool places. It's a dirty shithole. Bad places. It's a nice place. It's yeah. filled of dirty, homeless people. And that's, rich folks. That's easily my favorite part of the movie. I think that's probably the best made part of the movie. I hated it. I thought it sucked. I hated it less than the other parts, though. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, she's got an aunt in L.A. It's Aunt Susan. Does anybody have a guess as to what Aunt Susan does? She's a marketing advertising lady. She's a marketing advertising lady. Yeah, because she talks about being in the advertisement world. She owns an ad agency. And at the beginning of the movie, that's where the fashion lady comes in. She's shooting. They're doing a full-page advertisements for magazines. Uh They're doing a photo shoot for that where you introduce to Roxanne, I believe, who is the fashion fashion designer. And she has... Slapped some flowers over the fiddly bits of a busty lady, and she's swinging around on a banana hammock type uh, contraption. Something like that, yeah. very uh, innuendoed. But uh, yeah, so apparently somebody has died that's related to Susan and Kelly. So Susan... Wait, Susan's the aunt, right? Right, correct. Okay, so Susan's sister... Kelly's mom? Is Kelly's mom, and they're from money, but... Kelly's mom had sort of run out on the family and never gotten her inheritance. Okay, so this this inheritance has just been sitting around for... No, what happens is that because of the departure of Kelly's mom, all of the money ended up going to Susan. So at the beginning, Susan's like, I figure you're worth a third of it. Yeah, I think that's kind of... Well, no, that's kind of fucked up, but at the same time, fuck her. You know? Just be like, no, I That's spent all the money. what the lawyer's trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. I guess, I guess, okay, so she's trying to get a third of the money, or she doesn't even, at this point in time, she's too, I see, it's conflicting because she's too pure for the money. If she was already a scumbag lady, she'd be like, oh, yeah, give me that cash, boyo. But she's not. She's like, it's cool. We just want to be here and have fun and, and uh, be your friends. And be rock and roll stars. And be rock and roll stars. How do we do that? Well, you go to Z-Man's party. You, which is right there. Now, what does Z-Man do? He's a record producer. He is a record producer. He's an eccentric weirdo. Yes, exactly. He's but Phil Spector. We're, we're, he's, it's not just the, the, the comparison to Phil Spector. He, you for sure know that he is a record yes, producer. Yes, he is okay. representing the strawberry tarts or whatever the fuck they are. Strawberry alarm fuck. Very good. And then he represents them when changes the band's name. From the, uh, I had it, the Kelly Affair to the Kerry Nation. Which is just a terrible name. They're way both go, pretty dick. crappy. It, either way. But yeah, he's the guy that makes them stars. He's made everybody a star. When they're shooting the television later, the fake talk show guy, the, the not Johnny Carson, the not Johnny Carson says he's made everybody a star. Like, oh, if it wasn't for Z-Man, then he's like, oh, no one would record music if not for Z-Man. He puts his pants on one leg at a time. Then he makes gold records. And then he kills the lady from Barbarian Queen. Yes. So at the party, there's uh, miscellaneous party business. Just stuff. Weird party talk. Freaks, weirdos, geeks. Dorks, dweebs, nudes. People on drugs. People People having sex. Hippies. There's those two old, weird-looking people, the orange-haired old lady and then the homeless-looking guy? I think he was supposed to be a religious guy, like a Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo? Monte, he's a sandwich. He's a delicious, delicious, delicious sandwich. sandwich. Yes, Monte Cristo. (laughs) Monte Monte Crisco, yes. The guy that discovered uh, spaghetti. (laughs) No, that's Marco Polo. Okay. I don't know what a so yeah, I don't even know monkey? what a okay Mahari Christie or something <laughs> like that I don't know Harry oh, Krishna yeah, Harry, Harry Krishna, Krishna. There oh we go. man because oh, there was no way for me to connect that to a Monte Cristo sandwich <laughs> <laughs> like it was not happening it's like it's a sandwich on French toast the whole sandwich has been deep fried that's what he is delicious uh yeah so this movie sucks. Because there's so much of this party business that's just nonsensical dialogue and banner and like, hey, are you a cool guy? Oh, I'm a cool guy. Well, you're cool too. Uh, bleh. Sing us a song. Cut to something else that's the same exact conversation that doesn't make any goddamn sense. But, uh, she's digging it, Kelly. She's, she's having a good time. She doesn't seem weirded out by anything going on. So again, She's not innocent because she's completely comfortable in this in this atmosphere of of dweebs and nerds and geeks and 
wannabes. She's been to parties before, but this is the best one she's ever been to. Yeah, they got strawberry alarm clock there. It's a stone gas. It's a stone gas. You don't even need to do drugs. You get a contact high. Yeah, it's wild. Well, Casey gets insulted by Porter. Porter basically calls her a ignorant slut. She kind of is. Yeah, well, whatever. She doesn't know. Is Casey innocent? I think more so than the other two. Yeah, that's where she ends up like, she's not boning everybody and she's not doing the wild drugs. She's like, I'm going to drink gin and take downers and just sleep through this whole fucking thing. Like, I'll wake up and play the bass when I have to, but I hate this town and I hate all of you people. You know, Casey's kind of like us. If we had had the option, we probably would have drank gin and taken some lewds and then fallen asleep. Fallen asleep. <laughs> like, after the third party, I'd be like, I'm just going to hit the lewds until you guys need me to play bass again. <laughs> I have had it with these L.A. dickheads. <laughs> so she goes for a swim, briefly, which is where she uh, meets Roxanne. And here's the thing about their relationship. It is obvious from the very get-go that Roxanne is wanting to get into those drawers. Like, yeah, she's given the googly eyes and very, oh, Casey, you're you're so wonderful and sweet and you're just so not like anybody else here. And Casey's just oblivious, apparently, to the uh, the wiles of the forbidden fruit, the vagina. In case you guys didn't know where I was going with that. I, you know, I know where you're going. OK, I like to be clear. Yeah, you're like a fucking GPS sometimes. Boys have, <laughs> boys Where are we have, going? Boys have a penis, girls have yeah, a vagina. Yeah, they do. That's yeah. the difference there. So, there's a porno lady there, Ashley St. Ives. She is also doing the same thing to Harris, giving him the googly eyes and, and the, the foot up the pant leg, crutch feel around. She doesn't, but she might as well be. She kicks, well, she moves the glass with her foot, so he tries to gra- grab the glass, thereby touching her ankle kind of which is super sexy Ooh, that's yeah a, and you know her feet probably stunk really really oh bad. i bet they all i bet every part of those people did not smell good there was like the older lady that had the wig was probably covered in estee lauder did they have estee lauder in 1970 i no. believe so i, I believe so. so you know i'm not really sure if they had air conditioning in 1970 in indoor well good air conditioner so i bet you they those people were sweaty and they're probably sweating out fucking lewds I think it was Russ Meyer's pool, because I believe I've seen that pool in another Russ Meyer movie. Could be. Could be. So, everybody wants to bone everybody. Everybody from L.A., at least, is like, ooh, fresh meat. There's banter. More banter. Lots and lots of banter. Sometimes it's uh, difficult to sort of keep up with the writing. Yeah. Yeah, a little. I wrote down a couple of the things that I wrote down were just sort of lines that he used, and one of them was counterfeit astonishment. Uh, that was fun. Yeah. He's a wordsmith. Yeah. The Roger Ebert. Robert, Roger, yeah, he, he wrote the hell out of this thing, despite not putting a story in it. Yeah. Well, Kelly, the Kelly Ferry and Strawberry Alarm Clock team up. Strawberry Alarm Clock knows all their songs, so it's going to work. Kelly is not singing these songs. No. They're not. There's no part of these women that is musical whatsoever. Who do you think is performing these songs? I had said at the end. Yeah, I don't and know. And it was actually uh, the same guy that did... Uh, the music, Stu... Oh, shoot, I already forgot his name. Stu Phillips. Yeah, Stu Phillips, and uh, he's providing the non-Strawberry Alarm clock, clock songs, and then they were performed by... They put the people's credit to who it was. Oh, God, what the hell was their name? I've already blanked it on it, It was courtesy yeah, of yeah. so-and-so records. Yeah, whatever. So, Z-Man is like, oh, these are the girls. We're going to make you stars. We're going to first change your name to the Carry Nation without your permission. But he did buy him a sweet drum set to make up for that. Yeah. And they instantly become famous. Yeah. They do the old uh, Barbara Streisand move from A Star is Born, perform one song at a party, and the entire world knows who they are now. Rich got their own pad, Kelly Kelly's bone pad, and yeah. Yeah, I know. That's how it happened. What does uh, Beatles did Ed Sullivan fucking watch out after yeah, that? I guess. Right? Yeah. So... There's a whole middle section of this movie that's basically, this is what happens for the next hour. This is the L.A., the movie. People are boning, and they're wanting to bone each other, but then there's the whole rejected lovers thing. The the that Kelly is now not boning Harris, she's boning Lance. Who's a gigolo. Who is, essentially. No, he is a gigolo. He is? Yes, yeah. he, those women are paying to have sex with him. When he goes to the party at the end... 
uh, Z-Man has paid him to come so that he can have sex with his butt. He's having sex with his butt at one point in that scene. I did not know that. Yes. I thought he was just handsome. Lance Rock is a gigolo. Well, how about that? Well, either way, Harris is out of the picture. Uh, Who else is out of the picture? Somebody else gets rejected. The black lady's boyfriend or somebody. Oh, yeah, because she's boning uh, Randy. Randy. Randy, the world champion boxer. Who's friends with Lance. Yeah, I think that was just an affair, though, because she stayed with what's his bucket. Yeah, but the whole middle of the section of the movie is just that, like, oh, no, you're boning him. Oh, no. No, I feel poopy. Well, I'm going to go bone her. Wait, you can't bone her? Then I'll feel poopy. It's and then sh- Kelly tries to bone, what's his, What's the lawyer's name? Port? Par- Porter. Porter Hall. Porter Hall. Yeah. And he, that was the best scene with his inability to handle the marijuana cigarettes mm-hmm. or the marijuana. He just, like, made a weird face. He's like, he's touching me. He's like, yep, that's what happens. I will uh, go ahead and eliminate my one of my questions right here. Ah, do they bone Porter Hall and Kelly? And Kelly, yes. No, he couldn't get it up. She said that she grabs his wiener and then his face gets more poopy. And then she says, "I won't tell anyone if you won't." Hmm. Or was she saying, "I won't tell anyone if you won't that we're about to bone"? Let's cut to something else. Did you see his face? He, he does not look comfortable. He's not boning anyone. No, it's an awkward scene, even for a 1970s booby movie. Either way, Porter is trying to extort cash, I guess, from Kelly. He wants to get her out of the picture so that he can leech as much cash from Susan as possible. Why can't he do that to both of them? Yeah, it seems like if he was really a crook, that's what he would do, is be like, oh, now I can be your advisor and like... You're an idiot. I will exploit you. Yeah, I'll... You know, now I can really put the screws to you because one i gotta set up this transaction i'm gonna take a little cut of that you know da, 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 da. and by the time it's all said and done it was a million dollars for her million dollars ends up they each have two hundred thousand and he's got six hundred thousand exactly that's how that's how the attorney racket works that's how you do it yeah uh so porter's an idiot but uh yeah everybody's boning harris bones ashley st ives in the rolls there's nothing like a rolls i like that i think it's funny backseat of a rolls royce boning yeah it's not a bentley uh there's another party there's more banter 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 dancing naked ladies the naked ladies thin out real nice for a long time there's like 40 minutes of not boobs here yeah there's a whole lot of not anything not story not boobs harris gets dumped yeah it's just the love story between the different people so you don't really uh, there's nothing really that happens. It's like, well, I was having sex with you, but now I'm going to go born Porter, and now I'm back with Lance, but no, now I'm back with you, and then Lance and Harrison get in a fight at the the Z-Man's party. The old Harris-Lance-off. Yeah. Lance wins. Yes, he does. And loses. Kind of. Because he loses Kelly. Well, that's the thing, though. If you're Lance, what you've been doing is you've been giving away sugar for free. <laughs> So he goes back to boning the old ladies for cash because he's taking too much time off already. That's why he bones that old lady. I thought he boned that old lady because he's like jilted. Okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) He's a gigolo. He's a gigolo. See, that whole like first party with all the banner and talk, it's it's so like hashed together and too quick that you just can't wrap your head around everything that's happening because it's like. Is are these people being saucy to each other? Or are they actually introducing characters? And I think that they introduced Lance as a gigolo, and I just went right over my head. There is a fair bit of Tartuffe to that first party scene, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Ugh, ugh. I hate Tartuffe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every ugh, every time I try to like this movie. Ooh. <laughs> God damn it! Fucking stupid ass movie. <laughs> Lance punches Z Man. Z-Man doesn't like it. Harris goes to Casey's house because he's he's jilted again. He's rejected by Kelly, but he doesn't realize that Kelly's like, oh, Lance, I hate you. But uh, Casey's already on the lewds, and she's a little easy right now. She does. She's, well, apparently she's hit so many of the lewds that when she wakes up for her only sober five minutes of the day, she has no idea what she did the previous day. Which was bone uh, Harris. Yeah. And she gets pregnant. Yep. Immediately. No time at all. No time at all. I and then he apparently that you know she maybe she should have said something or reacted better to that situation because it's like she blames him immediately and is like you know 
No, this is no, no, this was no. Quite consensual. This lady. is your fucking apartment. Yeah. Uh, item one. Where are you? Yeah. This is your bed, mm-hmm. your apartment. They're your drugs. You did this to yourself. There are two piles of clothes. One on my side of the bed that look like my clothes, and then on the other side of the bed are your clothes. <laughs> yes. That uh, are not ripped or torn or anything. Yeah, you it... didn't leave afterwards. You're still here, so uh, it's not like it went poorly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a bottle of lube that has been opened up and spilled all over the nightstand on your side of the bed. Figure it out, Casey. Over. Calm the temper down. Over half the bottle of vodka is gone and her butt hurts. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Harris doesn't know that she's pregnant. The girls play a gig on TV, David Letterman, whatever. And uh, they play Find It, which is their old song from back in the day that yeah. reminds them all of where they came from and what life was like before they came to this this distraught, dismal town of soul-sucking drug-infested dickheads dickheads harris can't take it how does he get up on top of the rafters how did she get up there Harris? and why is that fucking studio so tall it's really tall it's like four stories yeah it's like a three-story drop for him to like fall onto the stage onto onto his his face face. onto his face and they hear the crack sound so obviously his jaw is broken or he's missing quite a open brain comes out yeah but he's just got a bloody lip and then when he's paralyzed from the waist down which I don't know how that worked, because he landed right on his face. Pretty much on his face. Yeah, so like the doctor comes out, and the doctor, what a fucking job he did. <laughs> it's like Wayne's World 2, and they're like, can we get anybody better for this? And then they, <laughs> they fucking bring out Charlton Heston. They needed to do that yeah, there, because like, that guy just went off. And, it, and you know he was like laying it down, and this is the shit that flies at the dinner theater that he usually works at. And, every, and he's like, how was that? And they're like... You, well, we're not going to get any better, I'm sure, about that. <laughs> you need to get the fuck out of here. Ugh. But yeah, he never, and then he never asked back, like, oh, that's interesting. How is his face? Because that's what he landed on. I've seen him before. He's been in some, uh, some other B movies. Oh, the, the, the doctor. Doctor. Guy. I'm seeing if I can, uh, get exactly what he says. Oh, the, the actual up. line? That is ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. No, it's, it's not on IMDb. That's Damn too it. bad. Yeah, but he says something to the extent that, with time and care, there's a, a chance, a small chance, that he could go on to still live a rewarding life. It was like he was a, it's like a, he was a commercial testimonial. Mm-hmm. Like he just walks out and gives a commercial testimonial and then that's the end of it. Like, oh, okay. And how's his face? Cause he landed on that. Oh, his face is fucked up. Yeah. His face doesn't seem that bad. Just don't give him a mirror and he can have a rewarding life. <laughs> but he's okay, I guess. He's just got the he's got the paralyzed bit for a couple days. So Susan or not Susan, Roxanne talks Casey into having an abortion though. Yeah, and I'm not really sure. I guess just because she doesn't want that body to change at all. Yeah, she wants to get in there, rub on it. You, you, she's, she's, I can't do it. Damn it! I can't, I can't make the. Oh fuck it! She she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to disturb the baby with her tongue. Getting in there. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Again, you don't, it's not like we need a GPS to figure out where you're going with these things. Uh, uh. Oh, Justin. <laughs> well, now Emerson and Petronella are engaged after their whole Randy business, Randy bone and her car fight. Yeah, that pretty much make you feel like shit as a dude. What do you mean? Like, you walk in from studying, you know, you're studying to be a lawyer, you're kind of a skinny dude. You walk in and she's having sex with the world boxer. World heavyweight champion yeah, boxer. He's essentially Muhammad huge. Ali. Yeah, yeah, like, what the hell are you going to do about it? You are going to do exactly what you did is just go, fuck, and turn around and walk the other way. And then get ran over by a car. Yeah. By his car. His car. Yeah. Jump on his car and try to stop him. I guess, you know, you got to give Emerson an A for effort. Because mm-hmm. he jumps in front of a car. You know he's not going to win that fight. And then the second time, he really gives it a go. Like, he realizes there's no way I can defeat this man in standard combat, so he hits him with a chair. Yeah. And it is not really something that works well. He just kind of uh, annoys him. Yeah, it makes him mad. Yeah, he gets trounced then. Yeah, Emer- he gets the shit beat out of him yeah. twice in this movie. Yeah, Emerson uh, takes a dive, gets beat up. Well, now Z-Man wants to have a private party, so apparently he's paid Lance to show up to let him put his wiener in his butt. Yep. But also Roxanne and Casey are there so that they could make things not weird. I don't know. 
I don't know exactly what's going on. Because everyone was there for a minute or something. I don't think so. I think it was just the four of them. So every- and then the butler. Well, everybody was... The other people were all over at Susan's then? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're laying on the ground drinking wine with Charles Napier and... Susan. Susan, about how they're now engaged. Everybody's engaged. Everybody's engaged. Right, but this is where we get to see the Batman costumes. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's time to have a little cosplay. And, dress and up. Roxanne's a bitch, because she has really... She's just... She doesn't really love... Uh, Casey. Casey. She just likes... the. She's a an object to her. Mm-hmm. Because she, one, makes her have the abortion, and two, like, she knows what's going on with the peyote. Right. And she doesn't bother to tell her until afterwards. That is a fucking dick move. Mm-hmm. You don't give somebody peyote and not fucking tell them about it. They are going to lose their shit. And they do lose their shit. They lose their shit. That party turns weird real fast. Yeah, you don't, it's, that's how, that's the, the weird multiplier, peyote. Casey's I think like, that actually, I don't like, feel good. like the way that you know, uh, everyone freaks out. The gigolo ends up getting butt humped. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything goes wrong. People get killed. People get shot. There's a fight, and it's like, you know, that really went well for a bunch of people taking peyote. Yeah, not bad. I've seen worse. <laughs> I've seen worse. <laughs> you should look at that uh, Walmart video in Arizona. You know, that's that's, that's how they usually go. But uh, yeah, so it gets weird. Casey and uh, Roxanne fondled each other's faces, which uh, I believe means lesbian sex. They did not seem to have a good understanding of lesbian sex. Yeah, it's it's just face touching. There and was boob smashing. Boob, boob smashing. smashing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, what men want women to do to each other is not what they want to do to each other. Yeah, that's correct. That is correct. And that scene is a perfect example of this. It's like, oh yeah, this is what they do. And the girls are like, we would not be doing this. Yeah, there's no and meanwhile, smashing. Russ Meyer's like, yep, just smash them together. <laughs> just mash them up. Mash them up like taters. <laughs> boy so lance is uh in bed with z-man and slapping him his hand away which is why i also didn't think that he was paid because he's like get off me stop trying to molester me well he's now going to bed he's already taken it in the cornhole like you got you got what you paid for bud let's cut i'm I'm going to take these quaaludes and go to sleep i guess so i I took it in the keister i'm not here to cuddle well z-man doesn't like it he doesn't like the rejection so he hog ties up Lance, Jungle Boy, and then it turns out that Z-Man has a case of the Gene Simmonses. <laughs> the Gene Simmonses? He's got a wiener and some boobies. Yep. I guess he doesn't have the wiener, though. He's just Does got the he? boobies. Well, no, he seems like he... Is there... he a tranny or is he a lady? I I thought he was a hermaphrodite. Yeah. That was my question. Is he a hermaphrodite? Because it seems very much like there is a shot where he is behind Lance Rock and he is thrusting. Like, he's humping him. Could be the old dry hump. Who knows? I don't know. It's very vague. Not explained. Not flushed out all the way, I guess. But either way, Z-Man's got some boobies that are weird looking. The old pointy ones. Yeah. Yeah, they're weird. They're weird boobs. Men aren't supposed to have them. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Lance gets his head lopped off. By Excalibur the sword. Yeah. Sure. Sure it is, Z-Man. You just keep telling yourself whatever you need to. It was sharp. Yeah. Sharp enough. Sharp enough to whack a guy's head off, which has got to be really sharp. Yeah, pretty sharp. And I don't even think the sharpest sword in the world with that guy handling it, never in one swing. Mm -hmm. No, that would have been a disaster. Yeah. That would have been a mess. It would have looked like hamburger when he was done, and it only would have been hanging off. It wouldn't even have been all the way off. Poor Lance. Screw that guy. He was a bastard. He was a dickhead. Well, Z-Man chases everybody else down, because Casey sees it all go down. Roxanne's still passed out in the bed. The butler also sees it go down. The Nazi butler. Yes. Yeah, and he runs for it. And I don't know why he's dressed as a Nazi. If everybody is he else part is of the cosplay? Or is he just a Nazi? I can't tell. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't either. Well, he gets stabbed on the beach by Excalibur. Casey sees that go down as well. She runs more. Ah. Z-Man gets a gun. Shoots uh, Roxanne in the throat. This is where it's interesting. That's exactly how Phil, uh, Phil Spector killed the... What is her name now? The woman from uh, Barbarian Queen. And Deathstalker. I don't know. And Deathstalker. But that was the same exact thing. He put the gun in her mouth and shot through the back of her head from the inside of her mouth. I'm not so sure about that. I actually just read it on Wikipedia. Alana Clarkson. That's Alana Clarkson, correct. Yes. Uh, single gunshot wound to her mouth, broken teeth scattered all over the carpet. Told the magazine it was an accident because she was kissing the gun. Oh, god damn it. What year is this? 
2003. Yeah, there you go. And that's what's weird about it is that this was, like, about him, and he fulfills the prophecy almost completely. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Kind of creepy. Uh, Either way, Casey gets shot in the head. Oh, no, Casey. The gang show up, because right before Casey gets shot, she calls them. Come help me. Well, they pull up, and then she gets shot right in the head. And it's like, oh, man, if you could have just hung out for 30 more seconds, you would have been safe. Yeah, it's too bad. When she runs out of the house, she shouldn't have gone back into the house. Probably not. Like, just run. Head for the hills. You're, yeah, there's got to be a house probably a half mile down the beach. Use their phone. Yes, indeed. They'll let you in because you've got huge cans and you're wearing hardly nothing. Exactly. Well, Petronella gets shot in the shoulder. They take Z-Man down to the ground. He takes one. He gets shot in the tummy or wherever. Harrison, miracle! Yeah, the miracle. He Harrison could walk like everybody else is Knocked dead. over, I guess. Did, okay, so how does he get his powers to walk back? So he gets pushed over and his spine gets straightened out. I oh, guess. Boy. So he the gets some chiropractic. Yeah, I don't the, know. the kink gets thrown the other way and he's like, I can walk. <laughs> so dumb. Well, according to the whatever, not the epilogue, because there's an epilogue after the the moral compass that that was uh, the the sacrifice. Like Casey sacrificed her life for his. Sp- it doesn't uh, make any fucking no, sense. No, she didn't. No, she, she didn't sacrifice shot. her life. She got shot in the face. She took too many quaaludes in L.A. Yeah, and it turned out it, you're gonna have a bad time, and that's what happened. Yeah. She's like, are you going to take care of me, lesbian lady? She's like, I am going to use you as a toy, and then... I'm going to mash our boobs together, and mash, see ya. Get that boob mashing going, and then who knows after that, right? Yeah. Are you going to take care of me? Well, she's already done a quite quite a poor job thus far, <laughs> to be honest. If you're not paying attention to your own life, those damn quaaludes. Well, Harris and Kelly go drive off into a field where the narrator tells us that uh, the life lessons that everybody's learned and the mistakes that they've made their selfishness their selfish ways and that we all should be cool to each other be excellent i guess i don't even they didn't really say be excellent to each other i don't know what the problem with the moral compass is they didn't really do a good job like explaining what was wrong with the actions or what's the thing to do it was just a bad job this is what happened to this person and this is what happened to this person yeah i know we just saw it it's slightly better than the narration at the end of Monster A Go-Go. I, I was thinking Monster A Go-Go when I saw that, <laughs> except for it never says, what you have seen did not take place. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> oh, Thanks for shitting in my you head. You should have told me that before I watched a bunch of <laughs> camera shots of things that were unrelated, apparently. So, epilogue. There's three weddings at the courthouse. Porter Hall shows up. Do, 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 do. And what is he going to do? Like, he's like, let me in, and then what? <laughs> let me in there. <laughs> I need to be in there. Why not let him in? Who fucking cares? Uh, who fucking cares? And, you know, after he gets fired, that's, you know, he's still a lawyer. Yeah. He's going to be okay. <laughs> he's probably, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, God, this movie stinks. That's the end of it. Yeah, that's the end of it. What are your guys' questions? So the, uh, I only have one. For now, I'll probably come up with another one in a second. The lady with the the pink wig, red wig thing, the older lady at the uh-huh. beginning in the first party, and then the guy that Jackie thinks is a chicken sandwich. Yes. Uh, are they married? I don't know. They're palling around quite a bit. I feel like they're married. They're like the neighbors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I feel like, too. Like, three's company type thing. You just show up over at Z-Man's whenever you and, want to because the lights are on and there's music playing. Yeah, they're not there every time either. It's just that first one. Mm-hmm. It's like one out of, like, they come over every couple of months to one of the parties and they just get whacked out and then they're good for a couple of months. And, and they're not like some strangers that Z-Man just met, like, at a at a concert or something. They know everybody there. Yeah, I think that they live next door. Yeah, I th- and I'm they, It's that. like a half That's mile down the beach. That's where Casey should have gone. gone, yeah. And they would have actually been like, oh, yeah, no. Oh, you're hanging out with Rachel. You should stop doing that. They like she could have. She would have went to their house. It would have saved her life and changed her life. They would have been like, "Oh, let us teach you how to live in L.A. because you're doing a shitty job of it right now." Here, take these pamphlets. Yeah, I guess. And this flower. It, like they'd give her some Campbell's tomato soup, and she'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" And then that that first spoonful hits your mouth. And you're like, "Ooh, that's good." 
Especially when combined with peyote. <laughs> they don't think they have the peyote. That's what I like to have during lunch. A little grilled cheese sandwich, Campbell's soup, and some peyote. peyote. <laughs> you hunt cats yeah. in the neighborhood without any pants on. Yeah, I wonder what was going on with that lately. Well, you know, I get bored. Jackie, you got any questions? No, my big one was I thought that Z-Man might have been a hermaphrodite, but we already talked about that. Well, my question is, uh, how many genres are in this movie? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that is my final answer. <laughs> okay. Problem solved. That takes care of those questions. I have one more question then. Would you rather watch this than Monster A Go Go? Yes. Yep. And wow. I'm not going to throw this under the bus. I liked this movie. I will never watch Monster A Go Go again. This one will probably fool me and I'll try it again in 15 years. I'll be damned. I did not see that coming. Okay, well, they'll just we'll move on to the recommendations. Jackie, you're giving it a recommendation. Oh, absolutely. I loved it. I thought it was kooky and weird, and I love boobs. So I was in. This was a good time. So if you like it, which because I'm quite clear that Sam and I do not. I do not like it. How, who is this movie for? Yeah, who, who is are it you for? recommending it to? Oh. Because it ain't Sam and I. Yeah, no. I don't like it. If you just want to watch a tripped out movie where you really don't have to think about anything... I think that's why I enjoyed it so much is because I just didn't want to think about anything. And it kind of takes you back to the, oh, yeah, I remember when I used to do drugs. No. <laughs> it like, is. Yeah. I will give it a, there's drugs in movies usually isn't done right. They do it right in this one. They do do it right, the yeah. The people, uh, both Russ Meyer and uh, Roger Ebert have taken the drugs. Yes. They understand what's from a writing and shooting and acting. Like, they know what the drugs do. There is no typical scenario where somebody has done too many drugs and something happens and then they become instantly sober and can do normal functions. There, yeah. That doesn't happen in this film. Mm -mm. If you get fucked up, you stay fucked up until the next day. Yeah. Yeah, so you're right about that. I will grant it. It's not badly made. And I wouldn't say that it's poorly I written. I think it's, it's an just achievement stupid. for 900 grand. Yeah. And I thought it was an accurate depiction of what I would expect the 1970s to be like if you were trying to break into the rock the rock group. So to me, that was like, yeah, okay, that seems about right. I think I'd like it better if it started at the prom. If it didn't tip its hat like, oh, there's going to be some crazy shit. Mm -hmm. Like if it's just, if it starts at the prom and it ends in the driveway above a dead Z-man... That is the story of moving to L.A. Yeah, I'd, I'd be cool with that. And um, some clearer shots of the boobs that are on TV. More, yeah, I'd leave them on longer, which I guess that that was the thing. I think that some of this stuff, they didn't do Fox movies all the time, the two of them. Yeah. I don't know how many Fox movies Russ Meyer did, but I feel like a lot of the things that we don't like about it is because it's a Fox movie. Could be, could be. I have one more question that I forgot to ask. Why is this X-rated? I don't know. Did you see the back of the release I have? It's uh, NC-17 still. Yeah, that's fucking this ridiculous. Is barely. If I was to say anything about the NC-17, it has nothing to do with the nudity. I think that if you were to say, my feeling is that it is such an accurate representation of drugs, that that's why I got the NC-17. That's what I think, too, is the drug use probably pushed it over the edge. What about the homosexuality? Eh, who cares? Do you think in 1970 that that might have influenced? Yeah, but I'm talking about it is NC-17 video release now. Yeah. NC-17 didn't happen until like 95. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's it has been re-reviewed and still given harder than an R. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I I don't see it. The there there's no the sexual content is fairly mild. There's not really there's not any enough boobs thrusting. For me. There's no butt hump. I mean, you're you have to infer what's happening a lot. Cans it's mostly just people tumbling on top of each yeah. other and boob mashing. And they're like a good view of cans on screen never happens for longer than like two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I think it's pretty tame and I think it's a poor choice of, of a rating. There's not really any profanity in it. There's mild. Well, I mean, the guy gets his head lopped off. Sure. But fucking Deathstalker's got like 17 heads getting lopped off. Yeah. I think it's just about the drugs. Could be. The Could party be. scene. I think that's a fairly uh, nice, good observation. Well, I do recommend it. I recommend it, it as well. I just don't like it. I don't like it. I think that it is, if you're a bad movie person or just a just a, a cinephile in any sense, you have to have seen this movie. Yeah. I think it's required viewing one time and then don't ever touch don't it ever again. Don't ever touch it again. I'd watch it again. I'd go out there and watch her again right now. Oh, <laughs> wow. I mean, the thing is, is that she's not alone. A lot of people fucking love this movie. It's a cult film. The uh, it's in the hundred best of the the golden raspberries, like it's whatever there, whatever that guy's uh, hundred most enjoyable bad movies. Mm -hmm. It's in there. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't so know. He thinks I'm it's a, not only it. It, it's enjoyable to him. I I don't enjoy it. I do not enjoy it, but uh, I think it's required viewing. It so. is required viewing, and they did. I mean, it is like it's shot well, and the marijuana scene works well. It's just as a whole, it's not something I appreciate. Well, there's your episode. My next pick. It's my pick next. I think we will be doing the Wraith with one Chaz Sheen and. Uh, the chick from Twin Peaks. The chick from which one? What the hell is her name? The one with the that kind of looks like a Madonna knockoff, dark-haired Madonna. No idea. Oh yeah, you do. You always talk about. Oh, I've always wanted to see her boobs, and her boobs are in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a. And where did you find out about this movie, there, Justina? Oh, my wife gave it to me for my birthday. Yeah, this movie is awesome. I had seen this movie before. It's it's definitely going to be a thriller for you, Sam. Yeah, oh, if you good. like Charlie Sheen and uh, concept car movies, where where there's a a car manufactured specifically for this movie and ridiculous shit, the Wraith is for you. In the meantime, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper. Rock and roll is not my cup of poison. I remember when I was a little man.